0: There are a few running backs who come along in the NFL. Some names like Ezekiel Elliott or the, the Saquon Barclays. Maybe even how about, how about the Adrian Peterson's the guys that you just know, you just know they're good. Mm-hmm. They've got it. They've got what it takes to perform in the NFL and they can do it at an elite level. Now, Every once in a while, a guy comes along. Maybe he was drafted in the fifth round. Maybe. Maybe he was drafted earlier. Maybe he was drafted later. But these guys can still come out and just show you in an instant that they can succeed at a high level. And I'm talking about Aaron Jones right now. Now, there's a lot of talk about A.J. Dillon. Yeah, yeah, A.J. Dillon. He's coming, and he's going to take the Jamal Williams role. What you want to know about the Jamal Williams role? Jamal Williams role is 119 rushes. I'm not worried about that. I ain't worried about that because Aaron Jones has constantly succeeded in the passing game and proved that not only can he catch the ball, but he's good for yards after contact. He currently averages 3.2 yards after contact, and he's averaging 5.2 yards per carry since he entered the league. Folks, this is a statement right here, and the statement is that you need to draft Aaron Jones. Do not be worried about A.J. Dillon. Do not. You want to draft him as a backup? Cool. Cool have fun draft a guy hoping that he has a pathway to touches based on an injury because guess what aaron jones isn't going anywhere mike mccarthy took too long too long to free this man but maybe that was only for the benefit of the now because he has continuously shown that he can perform in the nfl and that he is a part of an elite offense aaron Rodgers is back aaron run it let's go Packers offense, Aaron Jones, I'm not afraid of A.J. Dillon.
1: And you shouldn't be uh, in the sense that you weren't afraid of A.J. Dillon last year if you did take the risk on Aaron Jones. And so he ended up as a top five running back, um, and they gave Aaron Jones the bag. So four for 48 It's a nice little deal for a running back going into his big contract or getting a big contract, allows him... Of- I think he gets it out after a couple years, too, so it allows him to get paid one more time. And so you nailed it. Uh, A.J. Dillon will take the 120-ish carries, and maybe that goes up to 130, 135, but A.J. Dillon caught all of three passes last year. right? And so he is not going to be a factor in the passing game, and you can expect Aaron Jones, who lives in the end zone, is very, very efficient in terms of getting the ball inside there and getting it into the end zone. I don't see them going away from Aaron Jones being the goal line back until A.J. Dillon takes it from him or in terms of Aaron Jones splitting out wide or something like that. Like I I do think he's still going to be kind of the workhorse, at least to start the season. A.J. Dillon will be worked in, but... As you said, I'm not worried about him, and he's definitely a guy that I would be looking to take as my RB1 and be comfortable with.
0: I mean, how could you not be comfortable with him? Right now you're getting him in about the number seven spot in the first round. So arguably in this area from, I mean, you know your top three. It's going to be Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and probably Derrick Henry. After that, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, they are all interchangeable. They're all. So if you're sitting at that spot, and then behind Aaron Jones is Devontae Adams and Saquon Barkley. So you you really can pick and choose here. And if you're asking me, Aaron Jones is the best player available in there. Saquon Barkley, sure, he's an elite runner. But guess what? He's on the Giants. No thank you. Nick Chubb, love him. But uh, Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, he looks great. Tony Pollard, Alvin Kamara, I don't know about that quarterback situation. Aaron Jones. Do not be afraid of A.J. Dillon. Draft Aaron Jones where you can get him. He is a part of an elite offense. That's, yeah.
1: If you're afraid, just take A.J. Dillon later and you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, just waste a roster spot with a handcuff. I wouldn't call it a
1: waste. But... There are three assurances in life. Death taxes and wide receiver second year breakouts. And this is one that I'm going to bank on here. And that's T. Higgins. First of all, he's 6'4", 210. If you didn't see this man play in college, he was dominating competition because he has the speed and the size to get around. He ended up his rookie year. Sixty-seven catches, nine hundred and eight yards, six touchdowns, thirteen point six yards per catch. It's a really good number for a rookie to catch almost seventy balls, 108 targets in a Joe Burrow offense where they were throwing the ball left and right to AJ Green and Tyler Boyden. He finishes the wide receiver thirty, which is about ten fancy points per game there. Um that number did come down though. I mean, that average came down because he was about At 13 fantasy points per game with uh, Joe Burrow before the injury. So, number comes down when uh, the backups come in. That's fact of life. They passed on 62% of their offensive plays. That was fourth best in the NFL. Fourth most in the NFL, that is. Can they sustain this thing? That's really the question and some of my concerns around T. Higgins has to do with the players and the factors around T. Higgins not T. Higgins the player coaching change first of all Zach Taylor two years I get it but two top five draft picks you're 625 and one that is not a great record in your first 32 games even if you did tie the Eagles (laughs) you gotta depend on Joe Burrow's health I mean, he had just torn his knee apart in December, late November, early December, and they didn't address the offensive line. They did actually the exact opposite, and they took a wide receiver. I think it was kind of a luxury pick at that at that position, where they had a left tackle on the board that they possibly could have taken to help protect their star quarterback. Jamar Chase is going to take. He's going to take some targets away. I think he's competing more with Tyler Boyd, to be completely honest, for kind of the inside slots. And they will ease Jamar Chase in. I don't think he's going to be a star right away for this team. Uh, I think Tyler Boyd is going to have something to say about that. But T. Higgins is really their their only dominant X receiver that they have on the outside. And the fact that he is getting down the field at 14 yards a catch makes me feel like we have a real Mike Evans type on our hands here. And I'm not I don't say that lightly. I think uh T. Higgins has that chance to really have one of the best second years, you know, especially if they keep throwing at this clip.
0: Mike Evans, huh? It's a heck yeah, of a Mr., player comp.
1: Mr. one thousand yards
0: himself. That's it. I well, I agree with you. T. Higgins, the, for one, the Bengals spent uh, good some good draft capital to bring him in last year. We can talk about that second-year wide receiver breakout. It's a thing. It happens. And I don't think Jamar Chase is going to be the focal point of this offense. I think it's hard to ask a uh, a quarterback, no matter who the quarterback, and if he's paired up with his college darling wide receiver, it's a lot to ask him to lean on a rookie and you can't expect that rookie to carry the load like that. Very few times your rookie receivers come in and dominate. One of the best instances One of the best instances you can use as an example is probably the absolutely loaded what was that? 2016 draft with Mike Evans, Odell Beckham and 2014. 2014, yes, yes. I, I get those years confused. But anyway, um that was a loaded class. A lot of those receivers broke out. Even Kelvin Benjamin had that breakout year, and then he fell off immediately after. Um, the passing attempts are not going to come down for the Bengals. They they just simply will not because this offensive line was not addressed, as you mentioned. They can talk about wanting to make Joe Mixon an RB1 all they want, but that's a guy that I don't have any confidence in Uh Behind that offensive line, not that I, it's a knock on Joe Mixon, it's just more of a knock on the Bengals' incompetence when it came to addressing something that really matters. When you spent some very, very important draft capital on the future of your team in Joe Burrow, it's kind of
1: criminal, man. Like I, it doesn't get talked about much. Like a lot that Burrow's just going to come back from this injury and just be the guy he is. Like they really could have. Taking large strides to start protecting this man for the long term. He's already had this type of knee injury in his rookie year. That's that should be your red flag. And I understand that Jamar Chase is this great player, like great college player. But we haven't seen him last year. We didn't see him out of, in a year. Okay, and you're just going off of what Joe Burrow says. And I understand that you know when we did see Jamar Chase last in college. I mean, he was better than Justin Jefferson. And we just saw what Jefferson did in his first year. So it's I do understand, but I think you gotta look out for the health of your team and the health of your quarterback. And so yeah, I don't I don't agree with the pick, but that's neither here nor there.
0: Maybe Jamar Chase is a really great blocker.